Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And welcome to our podcast, Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about season one, episode 22, Devil's Trap. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. I had a meeting with a friend and their boss at the local uh, used bookstore because I'm helping them do a project where we take old uh, or duplicate books and turn them into little stacks of like kind of whitish painted like centerpieces. Cool. Like to go like just for decoration, like to go like on a coffee table or something. Right. Coffee table, mantle, bookend, you know. Well, I was just, since since you mentioned that, I was just about to ask, are there going to be like different like sizes shaped ones? Like Mm -hmm. ones like four bookends? Uh, Not specifically for bookends, but some that are smaller format, some that have larger books. All of them will be kind of in a gradient going up from like a bigger book on the bottom to like slightly smaller books going up to a small format paperback on top. Yeah, it's going good so far. Uh, I've got a couple prototypes done and we just need to add some like we're going to take stamps and make like words on the side. A couple different like themes, one like holiday themed, one like Adirondacks kind of themed, and one um, that's like blank cool, uh, with like ribbons tied around it or um, different dressings, decoration. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I've always liked the idea of bookends, but I never have room for the books I yeah. have. Yeah. So I don't really have anywhere to put the bookends. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple bookends, but... They're mostly shoved, <laughs> like, <laughs> like at an odd angle to keep two sections of my books apart. Right. And not really used appropriately. <laughs> so while I certainly like the idea of this, and my impulse is to say, I want one. Okay. I, my, my next thought is, Where I, I, put put it? I don't have room for them. I can see my bookshelves from here. Dad just brought up a bunch of books he's been he's been reading uh, all the terry pratchett novels right and, and he's he, and he's been reading a bunch of john green books too so he brought mm-hmm. up a huge stack of john green and terry pratchett and he was like find a spot for these on the shelves i was <laughs> like okay all right then i'll do that so speaking of having lots of books too many books and big books mm-hmm. let's jump into today's episode season one episode 22 devil's trap So our writer today is Eric Kripke. Yep. It's which makes sense because, you know, it's a big plot, plot episode finale. It's the last one. So we want to make sure we get all of the the important plot stuff in. Directed by Kim Manners. Right. uh, One of our big directors who's trusted with the big plot episodes and bugs, I think. Eric Kripke and Kim Manners aired May 4th, 2006. Oh, your birthday. Nope, it wasn't my birthday. That wasn't, that's not my birthday. No, I know, but I'm saying it's, it's 
your past. It's cl- it's sure we're pa- we've passed my birthday. birthday. Your what eleventh birthday? Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I was eleven years old when this show came out. Riveting. Why, why are you allowed? <laughs> how are you allowed to watch this show? I didn't watch the first season as it aired. Okay. I think I figured this out. I watched, I started watching Supernatural and then I got caught up while the fifth season was on Mm -hmm. in time for the fifth season to end because I watched the finale of the fifth season as it came out. Probably not live on the TV because because, uh, we just weren't allowed to watch TV like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It was probably because, yeah, by that point I had my laptop. Mm -hmm. That's how I was watching it. So I was probably pirating it and usually they it would be up uh, like back do you remember the um the site it was like a, a site with like a red it's like mega upload or something oh yeah mega video mega video yeah and it lets you watch 72 minutes 72 minutes <laughs> what it would only let you watch 72 minutes before it would like pause and like tell you you couldn't watch anymore for like an hour you had yeah. to wait like an hour it was super annoying but, but that was like the only like streaming for, kind of for site a for a while and then put locker yep which also kind of got shut down yeah like and changed locker. yeah but that was pretty reliable for a while at least but it was you pretty reliable so like the, the episode would end mm-hmm. within the next hour it would be up <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have been uploaded so i'd be able to watch it so i wasn't watching it live but it was Basically. pretty it was pretty close that just reminds me have you heard the audio on tiktok from it was like an advertisement by brats where one of the characters was on like her uh her switch and she goes i love this game and she like moves her head out and then there's like funky music in the back and she's like tapping the buttons and going like Hmm, and like moving your head around, and someone uses that audio for uh, being on an illegal website and being like, "I love this game," and like having to close the ads every time you click on the, on the video. I gotta be honest, I haven't. Well, I, I just I don't really watch. Haven't have it a show to watch really as much anymore. And shows are so much more available now on the streaming platforms that we regularly use. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really had to pirate things. No, I have any lately. Well, you because you're also you're watching things like mostly anime and and movies and stuff. Yeah. So we have another road so far. Yeah. It's another season recap. I like the music better in this one. It was kitschy. I look. I looked up the music. It was not a song I'd ever heard of before. Yeah. And I couldn't find the lyrics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apparently, it's not a super well-known song. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think um, I typed in like one lyric, "Supernatural," and it came up as like, "Name that tune from yeah, from, from yeah. Supernatural." Yeah. It's it's called "Won't Fall Down" mm-hmm. by Steve Fister. I don't know, but the song they use on Netflix is different from other platforms. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's different from the one that was that originally aired. It's different from the one that's on the DVD. Oh it's different from the other platform side. So Netflix know. always does stuff like this. I don't know. Netflix is being weird. Yeah, like their captions, people are completely weird. They always mess stuff they, up and always yeah, they add make weird, weird choices mm-hmm. with with the subtitles. I, yeah. So it opens with the "Our whole lives have been searching for this demon." Quote from John, mm-hmm. and this road so far reminds us there is a demon. Mm-hmm. Sam has magic powers. Mm-hmm. There is a magic gun. Mm-hmm. There is a demon with yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. Meg is a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Average guy is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, everything everyone is saying, everyone across the board. Our team and the, the opponents. Everyone has, des- has decided this ends now. <laughs> yes, this ends now. Spoiler alert! It doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> but coming into this episode, that like that was that's the only thing everyone can agree on is this ends now. <laughs> <laughs> but to remind everybody, here are some things that we know <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> And we open with the cell phone call of doom that we closed last week with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meg going, You boys really screwed up this time. You're never gonna see your father again. And Dean's dread-filled face and his voice breaking on, Where is he? And we see Sam's worry turn to... Like, anger. It, it, yeah, anger. Different from the anger we saw last time. Remember I talked about mm-hmm. uh, wet-dry anger? Yeah. <laughs> this is a much drier anger. It's the resolve and the, that's it's the that obsessive mm-hmm. anger that uh, Sam has in common with John mm-hmm. we see we see that solidify and we see Dean panic yeah he's wiping his face a lot he's looking around and we see him it's like it's like he's attempting to get it to solidify into anger right so it's, it's something he can use it's Dean is panicking mm-hmm. this this is Dean in a panic he doesn't know what to do. He puts the gun in his back pocket, and Sam's like, what are you doing, Dean? He's like, we gotta go. Sam's like, why? Dean Dean is in crisis mode yeah. Yeah. in this scene. He grabs his duffel. He's in, like, trying to, like, he's like, okay, okay, uh, crisis mode, mm-hmm. what do we do? What's the first thing we do? Keep Sam safe. Yeah. yeah, he's like, because the demon knows we're in salvation, that we've got the cult, and it's probably coming for us next. Yeah, so the first thing he knows to do is keep Sam safe. So that means get them out of there. So then Sam says, let it come. And Dean's like, listen, tough guy, we don't know how many of them are out there. Now, we're no good with to anybody dead. He's like, so we're leaving now. Rock music to the boys in the car. They're yeah. skidding as they turn. Sam, super fast. Sam is still, still displeased. Mm-hmm. He's mad, and he thinks that they could have taken them. Yeah. They could not. They could not. No. And Dean's Dean's crisis mode is what's keeping them both alive right now. Yeah. He says, yeah. what we need is a plan. And I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah, you yes. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. They're probably keeping Dad alive. We've got to figure out where. They're going to want to trade him for the gun. Yeah. And he looks at Sam, and he's like, what? Sam's like, Dean, if that were true, why didn't Meg mention a trade? Dad... He might be. And he's like, don't. Don't nope. even. Nope, nope. Nope. He's like, I don't want to believe it any more than you. But if he is dead, we can still <laughs> finish the job. Sam has jumped awfully quickly to our dad yeah. is dead. Our dad's dead, Dean. Yeah. Let's just, you know, our finish dad's, the job. Our dad's dead. Let's finish his crusade. Sam, at this point, you sound a lot like John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sound very much like John. And like in that, and that's it's that obsessive anger. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dad's dead. Let's finish his crusade. It's for him. Mm-hmm. And like Sam, yeah, it's, it's not. It's what he would want. It's not for him, though, is it, Sam? It's for you. Yeah. That's you weren't about to run back into that burning building for John. That was for you. That was the demon that killed your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. As we've seen over the course of the season, Sam does not have the same connection to their mom. No. Yeah. That he was a Dean, baby. Yeah, he was a baby. He's said as much. He doesn't have any memories of her. And in in the pilot episode, when Dean was so upset that Sam would say something like, our, "Like I didn't even know our mom. Why do we care about this? All she is, is to me is a single picture." Mm-hmm. Sam, this is not about avenging your mother. Yeah. This is about this, and this is not about continuing your father's crusade. This is you. This is about avenging Jess. And jumped awfully quickly to our dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and Dean's like, "Screw the job, Sam." Sam's like, "Dean, I'm just trying to do what he would want. He would want us to keep 
going. Yeah, just that's interesting, Sam, that you would say that. And Dean has a line here, everything stops until we get him back. Do you understand me? Everything. This is one of the, 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 this whole episode has a few examples of it. And it's an early example of a type of toxic behavior that the Winchester family in general has, where, and we'll see another, I'll bring it up again later. The Winchester family, family is everything to them. Mm -hmm. Any of their actions are excusable if it's for the family. Yeah, right. (laughs) They are allowed to do anything. They are allowed to go to extremes to protect their family, to get their family back to... Other people aren't allowed to do that, though. No. And the Winchesters get to make that call for everybody. Like, okay, so that's already there. Good, good. That's That toxic stuff is already there. So Sam pauses, like, probably knowing that this conversation isn't going anywhere. So he's like, so how do we find him? Um, Sam is like, okay, so like, how do we do this? Oh, the, the demons, the, the, we can't go back there. They didn't leave a trail. There's right. no way they did. What are, what are we going to do? And Dean's like, you're, no, you're right. We need help. So the Impala, we see the Impala roars into this like auto shop scrap yard type place. It's a puppy. Yes, we um, see like a Rottweiler chained up outside. It, it's a like a bit kind of it's a good size house, kind of run down. There are hubcaps on the wall. There's an old tow truck out front with a South Dakota license plate. Big Rottweiler on the hood of the truck. Junk in the yard. Looks like a very blue collar, mm-hmm. kind of run down old place. Inside the house, with very little fanfare, we see a man come into frame and hand Dean two flasks with a "Here you go." It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's a Bearded man in a baseball cap. Uh, yep, he uh, gives Dean a flask of holy water, and he's holding another flask that uh, he says it's full of whiskey. He takes a swig and offers uh, to Dean, who takes a swig. And he's like, Bobby, thanks thanks for everything. He's like, tell you the truth, I wasn't sure if we should come. And Bobby's like, nonsense, your daddy needs help. <laughs> and Dean's like, well, the last time we saw you, you did threaten to blast him full of buckshot. You even cocked the shotgun and everything. It's like, yeah, well, what can I say? John has that effect on people. Oh, my God. So at this point, I mean, this is, you know, the audience's very first introduction to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Of course, I know who Bobby is. Mm-hmm. And you two both may to some degree and his relationship to the boys. Right. Um, but, you know, first... First time audience wouldn't they? So we see Bobby. Bobby is a, looks very like a blue collar, salt of the earth type guy. Dirty trucker hat and beat up like puffer vest over like a long sleeve tee. He's his house. The interior is just full of junk in a very you know lower class type of way. It's we, we get a couple wider shots as the, the scene goes on, but there are books stacked everywhere all kinds of junk books especially stacked everywhere and the the way that the the boys are talking with bobby sam's like off in a corner with with a big book doing some research yeah the way dean's talking with bobby especially it's with like this easy familiarity mm-hmm. so it's clear like the boys know this guy they're comfortable with him and this is so in in the scenes leading up to this dean is in a blind panic his only thought right now is Keep Sam safe. And I need help to do it. And I need help to do it. Now he seems a lot more calm, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who does he think to go to? 
Bobby, that tells you a lot about who this guy is, even though we, we don't know, know who he is yet. Mm-hmm. D- Dean certainly seems a lot calmer, mm-hmm. but I think like he, he's still like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's still panicking, even though he is in an, an, in an environment where he feels a lot safer. And Bobby is being so steady mm-hmm. yeah. with him. And he's, we, we, he does, he's not as gruff as he sometimes is, and he'll, and will be later, but he, he's so steady. Mm-hmm. He, seems... he, just, he just has safe vibe. Yeah. yeah. He seems a lot better at being a dad. <laughs> Are you picking up on that already? Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Yeah, he's their He's, he's their, their dad. dad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Bobby says, <laughs> what can I say? John just has that effect on people. Yet again, John Winchester. And his relationships and with his, people. And his relationships. John has ruined every one of his relationships. He either dropped off the map and and back in home in Lawrence. The guy, right, the, the guy's guy, like, I owned a garage with him, and then he and just he left, disappeared. And there's a an active missing persons case. No one has heard from him in 22 years. <laughs> uh, Pastor Jim and Caleb, who got murdered mm-hmm. for him. Pastor Jim hadn't spoken to John in more than a year. Mm-hmm. Elkins, yeah. <laughs> We had a falling out. <laughs> we had a falling out years ago, and the only reason John showed up was because to get gun. was to get the gun off his corpse. That's Bobby, who we see with this just steady fatherly relationship with the boys, even in just a couple minutes, like the couple minutes we see him. The last time we saw John, he told him he was going to f- shoot him full of bark shot. Yep, which he probably deserved. <laughs> which he probably deserved for whatever that whatever that it spurred that interaction that Dean was there for. Whatever you know, set Bobby off that John did. Probably, probably well deserved. John d- destroys every one of his relationships. Sam. Sam went to college and John told him not to come back. His own son. Like, yeah. <laughs> the only reason Dean didn't dump him was because Dean's so controlled by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Dean's got his own problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has that effect on people. He really fucking does. But, but the, so Bobby, you know, says that and then so, kind of soothes Dean with, he's like, none of that matters now. All that matters is that you get him back. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just so like it's gentle yeah. and like like steadying is and like it's it's a completely different tone a completely different vibe for the boys this this gruff but also soft way he's handling them yeah like clearly they've been through a series of traumas and he's he is there he, he hasn't seen them in a long time but he is there for whatever they need it's like Hey, guess what? This is what a parent is like. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is doing research over in the corner and he's got a big book. Yeah, John. You know, book. one of those one of those big books. He's like this book. It's uh, pretty hardcore stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, and Bobby's like, yeah, Kia Solomon, it's a real deal, all right? And Sam is like, you know, these protective circles, do they really work? Bobby says, yes. If you get a demon in one, they're trapped and powerless. And we learn that he that Bobby says that in a normal year he hears of maybe three demonic possessions, like four tops. And mm-hmm. this year he's heard of twenty seven so far. More and more demons are walking among us. It's a lot more storms coming. Yeah, and Dean says about Bobby in the scene. He's like he knows his stuff. So we we now have this character who 
is providing this paternal steadying support for the boys who has like this this is like that that big book but he's got books all over the place mm. this is a lore repository both in like there's just like you know the physical media that's there and in Bobby himself so th- Bobby is a f- this fantastic resource that that John just threw away yeah yeah who could have been helping them this whole time. Mm-hmm. Probably would have made it a lot faster than just one year. So, well, like what? Like, well, we'll we'll get like the backstory of how he and John met and how that all got started later. But and how Bobby got into the hunting life. But this is a, a new resource for the boys to be able to access. And Sam looking at like the sigils and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is another early weird girl Sam Winchester yeah. doing doing the witchcraft thing, which again, when Sam does it, it's just it's just Sam. It's just Sam. When literally anyone else does this sort of thing, it's like, oh, it's witchcraft, and we don't trust it. It's like, no, it's all Sam does it all the time. Sam's a, Sam's a witch. Let Sam be a witch. Like, that Sam's weird. So <laughs> See, that's, that's that nerd stuff Sam does. But if anyone else is doing it, it's suspicious. <laughs> Like, no, it's witchcraft (laughs) and magic. Let Sam be a witch. Anyway, the the dog starts barking and then gives this choked off whimper outside. And they're like, oh, no. What's the dog's name? Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. Bobby goes to the window. The chain is broken. He's like, something's wrong. And then, boom. Meg! Meg kicks the door down. And she says, no more crap, Okay. She and wings Dean pulls out a little flask, a little flask of holy water. He yeah. starts unscrewing like, the cap, like oh, I'm gonna get you, and, <laughs> and like marches toward her while unscrewing, while unscrewing the, the cap. <laughs> She's which, like, is, which is like a like apparently has a lot of threading on it because yeah. it keeps it's going and it's going and it's going. And she just and flings she, him across <laughs> the room. She's like with her with her mind, mind powers. demon powers, <laughs> like. Not sure what that was, Dean. She's um, like, I want the cult, Sam. He's like, I, we, I don't know, we don't have it. It's buried somewhere. And she's <laughs> like, oh my god. So Meg starts monologuing. Mm. And as she does, and marching menacingly across the room, Sam maneuvers himself between Bobby and her. Mm-hmm. And starts guiding Bobby behind him back across the room, sort of matching pace for pace Meg's menacing walk across the across the room as she starts monologuing. She's like, I swear, after everything I've heard about you, Winchester, I gotta say, I'm a little underwhelmed. First, Johnny tries to pawn a fake gun on me, and then he leaves the real gun with you two chuckleheads. Lackluster man. And she says, I mean, did you really think I wouldn't find you? And then we see Dean blurry in the background step into frame behind Meg. Mm-hmm. And he says, actually, we were counting on it. And then her eyes raise to the ceiling, and there's the trap. The circles. And we get the supernatural flash. She's doing her weird sexy thing again. Yeah, so our next scene in Bobby's house, the boys have somehow gotten her tied up in a chair. Yeah, I was like, how did they do that? Yeah. Are her powers like... to her? Yeah, I guess all of her powers are, like, suppressed. Suppressed. Circle. At this point, there's a few things that happen throughout the episode. The rules of Devil's Traps and Possessions aren't super solid yet. Yeah. So I don't really know what they're going for. Also, I drew some of the symbols that I saw in the book. Oh, cool. So I'm probably going to accidentally summon something. (laughs) That could happen, I suppose. If any of this were real, most of this is just like... Like just symbols taken, symbols taken from like the one theology textbooks. (laughs) Theology textbooks. What's What's the one symbol with the star in the circle? 
Pentecostals. <laughs> yeah, because they took that and then they just put a triangle around it. Yeah. Ah, the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, Deathly Hallows Pentecostal. Pentagram. Pentagons? Pentecostals. <laughs> pentagram. The word you're looking for is pentagram. I couldn't remember because people always get that mixed up. It's like the Star of David. Oh. Yeah. Is a six pointed. Yeah. Uh, but people sometimes people see that and then they're like, oh, are you do- you're drawing satanic symbols and like, no. Uh, which that whole conflation yeah. is uh, really classic anti-Semitism. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Con- conflating the Hebrew language and Jewish religious symbols with satanic rituals and evil things. So Bobby comes up with a container and he's like, I salted the doors and windows. If there are any demons out there, they aren't getting in. And she goes, you know, if you wanted to tie me up, all you had to do was ask. Yeah. 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 Meg's back with her weird sexual energy. And I'm not crazy about it. Neither am I. Mr. Cookie. Yeah. Not crazy about it. Yeah. Where's our father, Meg? You didn't ask very nice. Where's our father, bitch? It just makes me think of the one video of Markiplier after uh, Ethan was, like, fixing Elastigirl's cardboard cutout. He's like, there you go. And then Mark comes into frame and he kicks her and goes, bitch. And then <laughs> kicks her on the ground. <laughs> after Ethan's like, oh, there, there you go. So what Meg is doing in this scene, she is goading Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, greatest of all time. No, not goat. Not goat. (laughs) She's goading Dean. No. She's like, you're the best, Dean. You are so cool. You're a goat. You're the goat. (laughs) No. No. She's not doing that. Goading. Goad. New vocabulary word there for you. You're the best, Dean. Man. Taunting him into doing something. (laughs) <laughs> into getting mad. Into getting mad. And he gets mad. Yeah. So what we learn is, as we go through this scene, from information from Bobby, she's trying to get Dean to hurt her. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean hits her across the face at one point. Mm. Yeah. Which, again, I wasn't super happy mm. about that either. Dean Dean gets mad enough at her because she's like, oh, yeah, I killed your father myself. Before that, she was like, after you said, bitch, she, she's like, geez, you kiss your mother with that mouth? She's like, oh, wait, I forgot. You don't. Yeah. Because she's dead. And, yeah, and like, I killed him myself. Dean, she gets Dean mad enough to, to give her a really hard backhand. It's, there is a good thud smack sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. it and her head whips around. Well, I was not crazy about this. No. And then Meg goes and makes it weirdly sexual again. Yeah, she's like, which, ooh, you t- uh, it's, I'm kind of turned on you hitting a girl. And I'm not crazy about that either, Mr. Gripke. And he's like, you're no girl. Yeah, that's when Bobby is like, Bobby, he calls calls him him over. Yeah, and he tells Dean not to hurt her because she is a real girl, a real person who has been possessed by a demon, Mm -hmm. which is notably different from John's whole attitude. Yeah, Yeah. who literally said either they're a demon or they're possessed. Doesn't Doesn't matter. Completely different vibe from from John is there what is Bobby's no either, bringing. Though, yeah, yeah, she's it's a, just a person. It's a demon, so she's possessed. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Dean, it, Dean's still like angry. Yeah. And he says, he's like, are you trying to tell me there's an innocent girl trapped somewhere in there? And he says, that's actually good news. So the, the next scene, the boys are prepping for an exorcism. So the last exorcism we saw was on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dean was not super a big part of it. Uh, after, no, after he was the, like, <laughs> as braced in the corner screaming. Uh, after they got the demon actually out of the physical body, and they needed it, needed to get it out of the plane, Dean was not a super major participant in that scene. No. <laughs> because the plane was crashing, and Dean was holding on for dear life. Poor Dean. <laughs> yeah. It's such, um, a, it's such a... It was such a funny cut to just, like... I don't know. I feel like it would be a good, like, perfectly cut screams. Just cut to Dean go, Ah! <laughs> And Meg, again, she's being, like, kind of weird and sexual here. Mm-hmm. But th- so this whole scene with the exorcism, we see a kind of a different Dean. Mm-hmm. Sam begins the exorcism. Dean makes a, a reference to the exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the projectile vomit mm-hmm. thing. He's like, yeah, we're going to do the, the whole thing. And Meg is taunting him. But as Sam reads this very long exorcism, yeah. which is different from the plain one. Yeah, yeah, that was shorter. Maybe it's a different level demon. Mm-hmm. So I guess so. They, they don't settle into exactly what exorcisms work and do what. Yeah. Yet, they haven't really settled that part of the lore yet. And I did not look to see if he's saying any real Latin words. Yeah, no. yeah. So as Sam reads this much longer ritual... It, uh, it goes on for a long time. It, 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 well, it's, it's, you know, enough Latin to fill the scene. Yeah. As he reads, Meg is continuing to taunt Dean, but she appears to be in pain. Mm-hmm. I thought... It was going to be, like, they would get over and she would be doing, like, all of the, like, twisting and stuff. And then she would stop and, like, look at them and be like, you guys seriously thought that was going to work or something like that? Because she's done stuff like that before. Yeah, I thought she was going to be like, you thought an exorcism that level was going to do something to me? But no! No, what they're doing here, this is Dean's first interrogation. Yeah. This is, it's like a torture scene. This is a torture scene. He's bad guy. And as the scene continues, and you know, Meg is continuing to taunt them, but she appears to be in pain, Dean is asking her over and over where their father is. And Sam will continually will, will pause, and Dean will ask, and she'll taunt, and then they'll continue as the scene goes on. This is an interrogation. This is a torture scene. And the rage we see on Dean here, this is a very different Dean from what we've seen previously. Mm-hmm. This kind of anger, I think, is the first anger we've seen on Dean. Like, like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, in this show. I think this is the first anger Sam has seen like this on Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are a few instances where Sam hesitates in continuing the ritual. Yeah. And looks a little afraid. This is a very different situation from what they're used to. However, this is a Dean I am much more familiar with. Mm-hmm. This is more what he's like as the show goes on. This kind of anger, I am much more familiar with. This is a glimpse into what future Dean is more like. Mm-hmm. Just anger and cruel. There is an underlying cruelty to some of what Dean to some of Dean's personality. And it comes out in scenes like this, as Dean is torturing this girl. <laughs> this is not the last time we see stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we see Dean like this, and it, uh, as we you know learn later, freaks him out. Yeah, that he has the you know the ability to go that dark. But so where you know where Sam's anger really parallels John's, Dean's anger has an underlying cold cruelty to it, and it's really interesting that we get to see this at this point. And a little, I guess it makes me sad. I don't know if that's the right mm-hmm. the, the the right word for it. Bittersweet, but it's mm, bittersweet. It's not right. It's familiar. Mm. 
Right. Much more familiar to the, similar to the, the Dean I know from later, which, but that also means, you know, the Dean later has had so much more shit happen to him and just gets darker. So that's not great. And then he has a line over the course of this interrogation where he's just so angry, where he says to Meg, for your sake, I hope you're lying because if it's true, I swear to God, I will march into hell myself and I will slaughter each and every one of you evil sons of bitches. So help me God. I'm not going to just specifically what this means, what this is, but there, we talk about the unintentional foreshadowing on yeah. this show. Mm-hmm. I had to pause it, pause it for a second there. And I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> they don't know what happens. They don't know what happens later in their own show. But he certainly said that line. <laughs> As the this ritual goes on, the pages of that big book start flapping back and forth on their own. Yeah. The wind starts going. Meg gets, like, dragged around in her chair in a, like, circle. And oh, as this uh, interrogation is continued, she keeps saying, your father's dead, your father's dead, mm-hmm. your father's dead, I killed him, I killed him. And Dean refuses to believe it. He, he she, she says, you know, he's dead, and he's like, he can't be. He's not dead. He can't be. If John is dead, that means Dean failed. And that's not acceptable. So the interrogation continues until... Until she says, he will be dead. And I'm like, well, pause. Put a pause. Put pause on the interrogation. Yeah, Um, he's not dead, but he will be after what we do to him. And Dean's like, how do I know that you're telling the truth? She's like, you don't. And so he motions to Sam to keep reading. And she's like, a building in Jefferson City. (laughs) They're they're able to get that information out of her. And there's a long pause before Dean tells Sam to finish it. And she's like, You son of a bitch, you promised. It's like, I lied! His I lied? Yeah, he gets right up in her face. That was, uh, guttural. And, and that, like, right there. That finish it, I lied. It almost sounded like he enjoyed saying it. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's, there, and there is some unintentional foreshadowing there. Yay! With the, you know, unintentional foreshadowing for a darker future Dean. So Bobby is like, that girl is gonna die, you know? Like, she's still alive in there. Dean Dean wants Sam to finish it, but Sam's like, Sam is uncomfortable with this. Yeah. And he's like, hey, listen, maybe we can still use her to figure Mm -hmm. out what the demon is. And Dean, sort of almost like, you know, reaching a frantic level, says, there's an innocent girl trapped somewhere in there and we've got to help her. Yeah, and then Bobby walks up. He's like, well, you're going to kill her. And Dean's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you said that she fell from a building. That girl's body is broken. The only thing keeping her alive is that demon inside. If you exercise it, the girl's going to die. And they don't know at this point that she's also been shot in the chest. Yeah. (laughs) So not only has she fallen out of a building, but she's also been shot. And who knows what else? Yeah. I mean, it's been a year, we find out. Yeah. And of all the stuff that Meg's gotten into. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. So this part of the scene, plays to Dean's issues with control and bodily autonomy. Yeah. He's like, well, at this point, she'd be better off dead after what happened to her. He says, we're going to put her out of her misery because the the scariest things to him are losing Sam mm-hmm. and losing control. The thought of being possessed like this, that you know, to look at Meg and know that it's not just a demon, it's a person who is trapped inside that body being controlled by something else. That's nightmarish for him. As far as he's concerned, her best option is death. That, like, that would be better. 
than, than what she's currently going through. So Dean makes that decision and tells Sam to finish reading the ritual. And after a moment, Sam sides with Dean. He trusts Dean, even though Bobby was like, this is going to kill her. Yeah. Sam is uncertain, but he sides with Dean and begins reading. So Meg's eyes kind of roll back and her head whips around. Ghost fast. Yeah. <laughs> And then her eyes go black. Sam and finishes reading. They use the same audio clip over three times of her going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so noticeable. Yeah, Meg tilts her head back and screams, and the demon mist shoots out of her mouth and into the ceiling circles. So they have updated what demons look like yeah. at this point. Right. Because the last time we saw a demon was in Phantom Traveler, and it looked like a bunch of little black bugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of did. <laughs> it was like a little bunch of particles. Yeah, this is more misty. <laughs> uh, this is this is a bunch like black smoke that comes yeah. pouring out of her mouth. Whereas opposed to before, I think the I think the black little black particulate particulate cloud went in through their the eyes. Seams. Yeah. Last now time, it's, now out of it's the mouth. out of the mouth. So so that's updated, and that's more like what it stays. For the rest of the show is this sort of like amorphous black cloud of smoky stuff. After the black smoke cloud goes away, she collapses and she's bleeding from the mouth and nose. And she has a a weak thank you as as both boys are trying to soothe her and untie her her and then get her out of the chair and lay her down on the floor. I was still thinking that Meg was, that this was going to... Oh, you didn't think she she left? Oh, yeah. I was pretty sure that like she was... Uh, she was messing with them? She yeah. was either messing with them or that it was just going to come back. Yeah. That it was just going to mm-hmm. repossess her. But yeah, Dean is like, to Bobby, like, call 911, get some water and blankets. And Sam keeps, like, reassuring her to take it easy. <laughs> like, like Thanks, Sam, Sam. She fell out of a building and take, was shot in the on, chest. Calm down. Take it easy. Take it easy. easy. <laughs> yeah, just take it easy. Take it sleazy. <laughs> She's like, it's been a year. You're like, what? She's like, she's been in there for a year. She's like, yeah, I've been awake for some of it. I couldn't move my own body. The things I did, it's a nightmare. And Dean continues the interrogation. Yeah. It wasn't telling the truth about our dad. And Sam's like, Dean. He's like, we need to know. His jaw is set and he is still angry. And she says, yes, but it wants you to know that they want you to come for him. So it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Hooray, hooray, hooray. It's a trap. And Dean says, if dad's still alive, none of that matters. Bobby returns with water and blankets, and Sam asks her where the demon is they're looking for. And she says, not there. Other ones. Awful ones. Down by the river. Sunrise. And then, but she barely gets that out. And she goes still. And Dean's like, sunrise, what does that mean? And her stare is just blank. It's like, what does it mean? And he gets angry again. Yeah. Sam is concerned face and looks to Dean. And we have lots of long shots of each of their faces. Yeah. Over and over. It's set to contemplative instrumentals. (laughs) Before we go to black. So we've seen... One other exorcism. Mm-hmm. And when we saw that exorcism, that was before we knew about the cult. Mm-hmm. And before we'd been able to, we'd found John again. When we find John, and John's like, I'm after a demon. And I think I know a way to kill it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I didn't think that was possible. So back when they exorcised the demon, they knew that that was sending it back to hell. Right. That wasn't killing the demon. We've exorcised Meg here. Yeah. So it sent her back to hell. So it sent her back to hell. It did not kill her. No. Mm-hmm. As of right now, the only way we know of that, ki- that can actually kill a demon is the, is the cult. cult. Hmm. They must figure out another way, right? Again, this is season one, so the stuff that they're dealing with right now, by the time that they're at the end of the show, this is such small potatoes. It's like, yeah. like right now, yeah, the, the only thing they have at their disposal to 
magic to kill a demon is the cult. Later on, they get a bunch of magic knives and all <laughs> kinds of other... There's, like, a magic spear, I think. There's, like, there's all kinds of stuff. They should get Trevor Belmont's, um, the metal whip thing, chain. Which, the, the dart on a chain? That's encased in, like, holy water and salt. They get, they get magic knives. They get at least three different magic knives that they get that do different things, but are basically just demon-killing knives. <laughs> Come back from the Fade to Black, and we're back at Bobby's house, and he's sending the boys packing. He's sending them with the big book of lore before the paramedics arrive. <laughs> and they're like, uh, you've got a dead body on your floor. What are you yeah. going to tell them? And he's like, you you boys think you invented lying to the cops? <laughs> I'll figure something out. Bobby, Bobby says. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby says, I can. <laughs> And Bobby is reassuring the boys. It's like, you're going to get your dad. And when you do, you bring him around. I won't even try to shoot, shoot him this, this time. time. <laughs> boys head out for the front door. And Dean gives a look and a smile before closing the door. And Bobby watches them go. Kind of sad, sad, worried look on his face. Yeah, He's watching his boys go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that he was happy to help them. But I feel like he feels kind of bittersweet about it since they only came to see him because they need help with John. I don't think that's why he feels bittersweet about it. I think he's happy that they reached out to him. Mm -hmm. And he's worried that he's not going to see them again. Yeah. Yeah. That this is that this is because serious. this is a big serious thing. Why doesn't he come with them? He's got to deal with the body oh, on the floor, right. and he's not and he's not a young man. The Impala roars out and to some industrial yard type place, By train track, train tracks, river situation. Right. The boys are arming up. Dean is uh, getting their guns ready, and Sam is reviewing the book. Dean is monosyllabic and terse and obviously very scared. Sam finds a symbol in the book and then takes out like, like a chalk pencil. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, why does Sam have a white charcoal pencil? Yeah. Because that's the only thing that like would stick yeah. on a car. Yeah. Because like I have a, like a chalk pencil for like marking fabric and it doesn't even do that very well. Yeah. So like I like, I don't think that would, I don't know. And or it could be like the white. I think it's chalk. It looks like that makeup. Or, char- or charcoal. Yeah. But... Um, the white makeup stick uh, highlighter. Oh, kind stick. of. Could be. but So up until this point, we haven't really seen them doing any warding or sigils. But now that they've been at Bobby's, I assume they got it at Bobby's. Right. Um, Bobby gave them charcoal sticks or chalk sticks yeah. or something to write sigils with. Sam just starts drawing on the trunk hood of the Impala. And he's like, dude, what are you writing on my car? Yeah. <laughs> it's called a devil's trap. Demons can't get through or inside it. So... Basically, it turns the trunk into a lockbox. It looks like a mix of the Harry Potter symbol and also the Zelda one, the triangle. The Triforce. Yeah, on the back <laughs> of your hand. But, like, with a pentagram in the middle. It's the, Yeah, the Triforce with a pentagram. Dean tries to, like, rub it off with his finger. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't. don't. It's, it's a, this is a good idea from mm-hmm. Sam. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, it makes the trunk of the car a safe place to leave the cult because the demons can't get in it. They don't want to, and as Sam you know, reasonably says, they don't want to take that gun with them because it's just going to get taken away from them <laughs> if they bring it with them. Because it's not like they can use it on the demons who are there. Right. They've got to use it on the demon, not these other grunts. Mm-hmm. And Dean wants to bring the gun with them because all he cares about right now is getting their dad back. Yeah, he's like, we're going to need all the help we can get. But Sam is like, listen, that's not what dad would have wanted. 
We need it so that we can continue his crusade. Yeah, and Dean goes, I don't care, Sam. I don't care what Dad wants. Since when do you care what Dad wants? Yeah. It's like, since... And Sam says, uh, (laughs) we want to kill this demon. And you used to want that, too. Hell, you you were the one who came to get me at school. You're the one who dragged me back into this. I'm just trying to finish it. Okay, Sam, Dean did not come to get you to fight the demon. Yeah. He came to get you because your father went missing. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to find your father. So... You decided to continue on this whole thing be- when your girlfriend died. Mm-hmm. That's not why Dean came to get you. De- and Dean coming to get you, whether or not he d- had done that, was not going to change whether or not your girlfriend died. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because you were having dreams the whole week leading up to her death about her dying. Mm-hmm. And there were all those weather symbol, the weather you know phenomenon things happening in the lead up to her cattle death. deaths. Yeah, and the same with all of the other fires. So this isn't Dean, no, Sam. You are obsessing in the same way that John does. Mm-hmm. And Dean says, like he kind of shake, looks down, shakes his head, <laughs> kind of smiling, and he's like, "Well, you and Dad are a lot more alike than I thought you were. You know that? It's like you both can't wait to sacrifice yourself for this thing." And he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna be the one to bury you. You're selfish. You know that? You don't care about anything but revenge." Oof. And Sam, but Sam is right. They shouldn't probably bring the gun with them yes. because it's the exactly the type of thing that just gets taken away when they're fighting people. But then his reasoning for that afterward is a little weird. John's crusade. Mm-hmm. But Sam puts his foot down and is like, we're not going to bring the gun. So Dean like is like, okay, here, here's the gun, and I'm putting it in the trunk. I'm like, but does he leave it there, though? Is the question. <laughs> that, is, that would be the question, is if as soon as Sam wasn't looking, he grabbed it before he closes the door. Yeah. Would be the question. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, that's exactly what he's going to do, isn't it? <laughs> so the boys are now walking down by the river, and we come to Sunrise Apartments. It's just that driving to the river, Bob, oh, driving to the river, Bob. <laughs> Why don't I just drive it in the river? <laughs> yeah. So we're Sunrise Apartments, which is probably what she meant. And the, the boys comment, like, ooh. This makes our job really hard because there is a building full of human shields. It was just really funny the way that Dean was like, I think I know what Meg meant by sunrise. And then it zooms in on the giant sunrise apartment and he's like, hmm, mm. I think I know I what she meant. I think I know what she meant. I think I'm figuring this out. Demons who can possess anyone inside the building can look like anyone can make any of these people attack them, and the boys can't do anything about it because they're just people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is a problem. Yeah. So this is something else that we've sort of let go of from our first demon episode, Phantom Traveler. Remember in that one where they made a big deal about how you had to be in some kind of emotional distress to get possessed? <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like, you need a chink in your armor. This one, egg yeah. just no, possess anybody. It can possess anybody. Because, no, okay, because that, was, that was too complicated. Because everybody is uh, emotional these days. Yeah, it was, it was, that was too complicated and not narratively convenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, they, they, they let go of that piece of lore pretty quickly. So they decide, like, okay, well, we, to get the civilians out, let's pull, pull the, the fire, fire alarm. This, and the city will respond in seven minutes. Yeah, and Dean's like, seven minutes exactly. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean. So, well, so yeah, so I'm like, so are you guys going to try to get in and, and out, out in, in seven, seven minutes? minutes? Like, that's that, that seems like a lot. 
And then it kind of doesn't. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't tell you matter. Why. No, no, it doesn't. When they I don't get know there or not, it what doesn't you, matter. It wasn't like they were trying to get into the building in those seven minutes. No, I think it was like, oh, they have that much time to prepare Maybe. for the but trucks to get there. The, but most of the prep happens once the trucks are there, right? Yeah. Because Sam, you know, stealths in. And pulls the fire alarm in the most suspicious manner possible. I know, really. I mean, also, I know it's 2006, but there's no buzzer. And there's no, like, you don't need a key to get into this apartment building. Yeah. And you don't need to get buzzed in. I feel like that was already a thing back then. I feel like I having to having should, to be buzzed in from upstairs. Have, it should have been. I feel like he probably walked. Did it show him walking in? Yeah, yeah. No. It showed him just straight up walking in okay. through both sets of doors. There were in. Oh, yeah. Usually there would be like maybe there's like an, a little chamber there where you like, like have to wait while somebody or, buzzes you in. Or that's where the mailbox is. Right. But okay, he walked straight like, on in through both double like, doors. What if someone had like opened the door for him? Right. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you're going into like, oh, thank you for Thanks. holding the door. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you live here too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thank you. I forgot my key. There's an apartment nine A. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I live uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um no, he just walks right in. And yeah, very and suspicious. Like, he's looking around, he sees a guy and he's, he's like, like, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and and like like when goes he goes to walk his... away and then stops and then and turns, turns around. around like is he gone? Okay, he's gone. Imagine if the guy turned around and he was like just watch watching Sam uh. stopped like <laughs> one foot on a step and one foot on the ground and like Ugh. and Sam like puts his hand like on the fire yeah. alarm like looks it's over his right. shoulder before pushing it and then he stays there for a few seconds afterward like I know mm-hmm. like get out of there like like oh did it work. It's ringing. Did it work? Right. Are people, people going to, like, like, get out of the building? Yeah. Go away. We see, like, a couple sitting at a kitchen table. The guy gets up. suspicious. Yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. Like, they, like, creepily look up in unison. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy opens the door to the bedroom, and we see John la- laying down, like, splayed out on the bed, tied up with blood on the sheets. Back outside, the fire trucks are there. So, again, again, so I guess that seven-minute line didn't have anything no. to do with anything? No. So, then Dean's talking to one of the fire guys. He's like, is there a fire? He's like, well, we'll figure everything out, sir. We'll tell you then. And he's like, because I got a Yorkie, and he pees when he gets nervous. <laughs> yeah, so he distracts the firefighter long enough for Sam to slip behind the trucks he picks a lock at, like, the compartment at the back of the totally truck. Totally not suspicious at all. Yeah. He's, like, looking around, and he's sneaking behind. There's people around, though. Yeah. How did oh, someone yeah. not see How did nobody see them getting dressed? I know! Yeah! <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know how... I, they, they, that's a lot of gear. Yeah. Because they... Uh, we The next... Next scene, we see them inside the apartments in full firefighter turnout gear, masks and hats and everything. That's a lot of gear. It's really heavy. It takes if you're not trained, right? It takes a long time to put all that that, stuff on. That stuff is like usually set up and designed to be able to get into it quickly, but you have to train to be able to do that. Yeah, and go through drills. And it's like you set it up ahead of time so that you can do that. No, instead of getting it out of the back of the truck. This this is I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But Maybe this... like, it's my first day on the job, man. Could you help me get into my cost, uh, my, uh, my <laughs> uniform? <laughs> so yeah, the boys are, well, 
checking the EMF reader. Well, as the, yeah, they're coming down the hall checking it. But Dean has a line where he says, I always wanted to be a fireman when I grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, you never said anything about that. And the firefighter AU is born. <gasps> oh, that's oh! so funny. It's uh, a popular subsection of like the modern AU. Yeah. Is firefighter Dean. Oh, that fits really well with him. It fits really well with his personality. It's a really good AU. Yeah. So the, their EMF reader starts to go off, and uh, inside the apartment, we've got that creep, the creepy lady. Mm-hmm. And the creepy man. And the creepy man. Her eyes go black, and the boys are banging on the door, and we see, like, from their people, this is the fire department. We need you to evacuate. She very creepily undoes the lock. Yeah, the guy hides, like, by the hinges of the door as she undoes both the chain lock and, like, the deadbolt. And then the boys burst in with... And she's like, ah! Extinguishers? Hoses? Hoses. Like, like, pressurized... They they look like... Is it like, just pressurized water? Yeah. Yeah, they look like... But they the, must um, have... There, there are these, there are like these pump pressure liquid dispensers with like, like, a, like um, a hose with like a squeezy thing on it. Like Tanya's dad? Like, <laughs> kind of like Tanya's dad. Kind of like Tanya's dad. dad, yeah. Better not be weed killer. What? This is the finest <laughs> water. Usually you would put like, like maybe water into water, water plants or like, oh, uh, well, well, in this case, they use holy water. I've used them right, with like like, like cleaning liquid. Putting a rose rosary. Inside well, we've seen uh, we've seen John John make holy water in the water tower. So I assume at some point they, they got had a rosary and they got on we top of the truck. You think that's how people make and got water? their these their 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 pump containers filled with water and made holy water and then pressurized them and are now spraying the, these guys with holy water. We didn't see any of this, no. but we're assuming we're that, to assume. that's what's happening, is they're using holy water in this that, manner. You think that's how people make distilled water? By putting By a rosary in? Latin no. and then putting that's, a... That's not no. what distilled water is. I know what holy water is because we use it in science. They're, uh, they're able to get the drop on these demons, and... Somehow, because they knew they were coming, yeah. and they know so, what they look like, even though they were wearing masks, that you could still see their faces. Yeah, so these are obviously small potatoes grunt demons yeah. of some kind. I think these are just, like, not the smartest demons. No, they're no. Dumb. no, I think these are dumb demons. Because they get thrown in the closet. Yeah, both of them. Both one of them, them another. Right? And he doesn't... The guy Try. goes in and, like, ah, falls uh. into the, like, racks of clothes or whatever. <laughs> and then... First day with your new feet, I guess. Yeah. First day as a human. And, the yeah, and then Dean uses his human strength... Yeah. To, to hold, hold the door, door shut. shut? Again, and, okay, so if we're, we're picking and choosing the lore we liked from our first demon episode, right? Mm-hmm. The holy water to, to that guy removed some of his demon strength. Yeah. Right. Until they stopped pouring it on him, and then he got it back, and then he was able to throw them around the cabin for a hot second. And also kick the book down the hallway. So, assuming that the holy water did that, I guess, removed removed some some of their their demon strength so that Dean can use his human strength to to hold the door shut. Even though we've seen demons a bunch of times now completely kick doors off hinges. Yeah, who knows? And throw people (laughs) with their minds. Yeah, (laughs) Right, so... I think at this point, though, we can gather... Because the the plane demon didn't do that. Yeah. Not all demons can use mind powers. Yeah. 
Only higher level, more powerful demons can. Again, supporting the idea that these are just grunt, dumb grunt demons. Yeah. Who <laughs> got stuffed in the closet, can't open the door one human is holding shut, and also can't use mind powers. Yeah. Okay. So Dean is able to hold the door shut long enough for Sam to get a salt line across the door. And then they have like a kind of frantic moment of like getting out of their gear and looking around the apartment for John. And they find him in the bedroom. Dean uh, checks his breathing. He's alive. And he goes to release him. Sam's like, wait. Because he's, he's tied to the bed. Yeah. He could be possessed. And he's like, what, what are you, nuts? And Sam's like, we, we, let's check, please. Yeah, please. When all these demons around. So they're like, okay. So Sam sprinkles holy water on him and there's no sizzling. So yeah. we think that's a good sign. Yeah. And John wakes up and he's like, Sam, why are you splashing water on me? Yeah. <laughs> Sam, what? What? And he seems disoriented. He says that they've been drugging him. And he asks after the cult. He asks where it is. If they have it. They're like, it's safe. He's like, like don't worry, it's safe. Good on you, Sam. Don't be specific. Yeah. Don't, don't be specific. Don't, don't be specific. specific. <laughs> <laughs> and John says, you know, good boys. Back outside. A man, we see the, the, the gathered crowd of the evacuees from the, build, the apartment building. There's a man in the center of the crowd who looks... A little confused for a moment, and then and then kind of gasps, <gasps> and his eyes go black as like you can see like the dark face vein situation, and he starts walking out of the crowd. So here again, I we don't are, understand what happened. Yeah, so here again, the rules for possession are not super clear, and they have not like solidified because yet. It doesn't like nothing. Demon. It doesn't enter. His mouth or right. eyes or anything. We didn't see that. We just saw his eyes go black as he gasped. Right. Well, also, when he walks up to the fireman, yeah. So he's he, only one demon. Right. How, yeah. So can he, he split himself? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. No. This guy who's now possessed, you know, breaks the perimeter line and starts walking towards the building, and a firefighter gets in his way and is like, "Oh, uh, sorry, uh, you can't you go can't. in. <laughs> it's it's not secured." And he like touches his chest. And the fireman is also possessed, and they walk together into the building. Like, what? So, this is, isn't really how possessions work Mm-mm. within the lore of the show. Like, the demon is the big smoke monster that has to go in through the eyes, mouth, whatever, and that, and then possess the person. Now, I don't think, I don't think the demon can lie dormant in the body without the person knowing. Oh, okay. But that's my only other thought here, is that the demon possessed man in crowd and was lying dormant, letting the person be a normal person until he t- took over. But I don't really, I, I don't think that's what's happening. I think mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this person has been possessed, and then the next person has also been possessed by a different, by a different demon. Who are both or, in the area. <laughs> but we didn't see any of that. Unclear. And they don't really seem to know how this works either. Yeah. So back in the apartment, uh, Sam and Dean are struggling to get John out of there when the door breaks down as firefighter and guy burst in. (laughs) And we see they just kick the door down with their demon strength. Inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Let the boys do like a like a. Oh, nope. go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, back. Get back into the bedroom. Lock the <laughs> lock yep, the door. Close the locked door. As an axe comes through. Here's Johnny. Yeah, it was a visual The Shining reference. Yeah, it's the fire axe coming through the door, and they're like huddled around the side of the door, like ah, shink to commercial. We come back from commercial. The axe is still coming through the door. 
<laughs> and while Sam is trying to get a salt line set up, Dean has gotten out the window with their dad and they, you know, scramble out the window, pour a salt line in the window and down the fire escape. The demon has managed to chop a hole in the door and is looking through it like, <laughs> Oh, they got away. They climb down from the fire escape. With, with a John who can barely move and is now slumped at the base of the building. Yeah. I'm like, how did he even get down? Now, I've never used a fire escape. No, me either. It looks hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know some look easier than others. Some look like just like a set of stairs. Yeah. But there is that final ladder. Yes. Usually. Oh, generic demon guy tackles Sam. I didn't realize it was him at first because he moves really quickly through the frame. Yeah. But he's like on top of Sam. Dean comes running over after he's like propped John up against the base of the building. <laughs> you you stay there. You're good. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> comes tearing over. Kicks got the guy in the face. Well, this guy, this guy had already got a punch in. Yeah. And he's, he's been, he's beating Sam. So Dean comes over, kicks him in the face. And the guy rears back, and there it is. It's average guy. Yep. And his eyes are black. And uh, he uses his magic brain powers to toss Dean into a car. So here we see this this guy is apparently a higher level demon mm -hmm. than the two idiots upstairs. Mm -hmm. um, Probably lower level than Meg. Maybe, maybe. not. I, they appear to be on a similar power level, mm -hmm. or at least, you know, equal status standing. Mm-hmm according to the demon, as he talks about them later. Yeah. But so they are a more powerful demon than the, the two upstairs. Yeah. The guy keeps wailing on Sam, beating him to a pulp. And there is a magic flash crackle pop, and he's gotten a magic bullet to the brain pan. Owie. Not as dramatic as when we saw it with Luther. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a very, it's an inconsistent gun. <laughs> it is. Because I think when it when John gets shot later, it's even more dramatic than it is here. Yes, it is. Could, I don't know. And, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. But it, there's a little bit of, like, lightning effect. Yeah. Little, little, like, just like, enough to be like, oh, this is, this is the cult. What is, what, what is, is it? A different... tiny bit of, like, the veins on his yeah. forehead. What, what is it from, uh, from Next Gen? Or not Next Gen. Um, oh, Greatest well, Gen. Warf Lightning. Warf Lightning. <laughs> yeah, we got some Warf Lightning. <laughs> A little bit, just a little bit of warf lightning. And he, you know, staggers and collapses sideways dead on the pavement. Dean gets Sam up and well, he has, he yeah. has a moment where he looks at the guy who's dead on the ground. Yeah. And he's like, that was a person. Mm -hmm. And he takes a moment and then crisis mode back on. We gotta go. Leading, staggering with Sam, who is <laughs> definitely yeah. concussed and can barely stand. Oh, poor they got, they got Dean is good. He's grabbing Sam. Sam kind of falls down. Oh, shit. He grabs yeah. John. John is like falling down. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's trying to grab both of them and Sam John, is trying to stumble John on. John is a limp noodle. And neither of them are small guys. No. They're, they're both big, strong, muscular men. And Dean's got to like get them both running down the street and they're being chased by demons. Like... And now right. the police, when they might find Oh, yeah, they hear, they hear sirens. And, and it's like, they just, oh, shit, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, and they just leave a body in the street yep. who's, who's been, like, executed. Yep. Outside a building where a fire alarm was pulled. Uh, this is all... The, this is... Some wagged-out conspiracy. <laughs> um, again, so, again, they're leaving their DNA all over a crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do that all the time. They're like, wait, wasn't this... This matches a dead guy. <laughs> uh, um, we assume they make it out, though, because they, they're the Impala of rooms to a cabin at night where we see Sam putting salt lines on the windows. And when Sam looks up, his face 
is just like like half his head is just like swollen purple nasty mm-hmm. he's just been beat to shit it honestly didn't look as bad as i thought it should yeah yeah it, it could have looked worse it could have looked a lot worse he his eye was like he could barely see out of one eye which is like that was good yeah yeah i think the that makeup was pretty good but it, it honestly could have been worse mm-hmm. yeah and and then he's so functional after yeah. definitely getting a concussion. Yeah. Like, like I was surprised was that hit- his nose is still hanging on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was hitting the head a lot. He should probably be sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> but Dean says that their dad is fine and just needs a little rest. And he asks if Sam's doing okay. And Sam's like, I'll survive. It's like, hey. But he's, he's, he's seems shaken. Mm-hmm. And... And Sam's like, hey, uh, Dean, uh, you saved my life back there. Dean's like, guess you're glad I brought the gun then. Yeah. And they have sort of like a kind of quiet moment where they're both like, uh-huh. He's like, I'm trying to yeah, say I'm trying thank, to thank you here. And he's like, you're welcome. I'm going to pause on Dean's face. And he's like, hey. And Dean is processing yeah. the, the, the events of the day. It's like, so you know that guy I shot? Yeah, there was a person in there. <laughs> Is this the first human Dean has killed? Yeah. I think so. So, it was, uh, Sam tries to reassure Dean that he didn't have a choice. Yeah. And Dean's like, I know. That's not what bothers me. Killing that guy. Killing, killing Meg. Meg. I didn't hesitate. I didn't even flinch. For you or dad, the things I'm willing to do or kill, it's just, uh, it scares me sometimes. De- you know, Dean processing the events of the day. This, he's sort of recognizing like, oh man, I went... I went kind of dark mm-hmm. today. I went dark Dean. Yeah. I went a little dark Dean. And so that freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, that capacity for cruelty. And he's like, I killed, so I killed a person. I want to bring your mind back to uh, Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dean was perfectly ready. No hesitation. No problem to, to, kill, kill Max. to kill Max. Because Dean had it set up in his mind. The black and white line as Max being monstrous. Mm-hmm. And monsters are okay to kill. All of, like the vampires that they decapitated, they're monstrous. They're not people. Right. They're things. That's okay to kill. Max was a human kid until they learned he had telepathy powers, and then Dean flipped that switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until until he learned that he used his telepathy powers to kill people with yeah. Well, that was all sort of in the same moment. Yeah. Because we did, we did, like, the, the thing they were, they were hunting, they, would, they were figuring it was a thing. They learned it was Max, and he was using telepathy. That flipped the switch for Dean and made him monstrous and made Dean okay with killing him. Here, Dean can't reconcile that as easily. Mm-hmm. Killing Max, if, if, if Dean had killed Max and Max hadn't turned the gun on himself, that still would have been a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a person with magic powers. Also, Sam has magic powers, and Dean doesn't think Sam's a monster. Yeah. So we're starting to get a difficulty distinguishing where that line is. And also with Meg, they didn't kill the actual demon. They only killed the human. Right. So now, like, the way demons work, it, it's not, you know, just a monster. It's a monster and a human person linked. Yeah. And the, the only way they have right now of killing demons is to kill the actual person, too. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're starting to see sort of a difficulty in deciding where that line is. And as far as, you know, Dean's mental calculus goes, that guy in the the, the average guy mm-hmm. and what happened to Meg after she was exercised, Dean's never killed anyone before Yeah. by his mental calculus. 
So he's having to deal with that and also kind of you know reconcile how dark he's willing to go mm-hmm. for his family. So he's just ha- kind of having a moment. And then John walks in. John walks in with a... Because Dean was just like, you know, it scares me sometimes. And John walks in with a, well, it shouldn't. You did good. And Dean is shocked. You're you're not mad? And John's like, for, for what? what? Using a bullet. Mad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of you. You know, Sam and I can get pretty obsessed, but you... You watch out for this family. You always have. And Dean is confused. Mm-hmm. He says thanks. He says thanks. The lights start to flicker. Mm-hmm. The wind begins to blow. They rush to the windows. And John's like, it's here. It's found us. Sam, lines of salt on the windows and doors. Everyone. Sam's like, I don't... Oh, he's like, oh, I did that. I did that. He's like, check it, okay? And looking at the window, kind of, you know, worried, John's like, Dean, do you have the gun? Give it to me. Dean's like... He's like, uh, okay. Sam tried to shoot the demon back in Salvation, and, and then it just vanished. And John's like, well, this is me. I won't miss. Now give me the gun. Hurry. And, he says, and, he, and Dean's looking at the gun. He says, son, please... Dean looks up. back at John, and then Dean starts to back up. He goes, you'd be furious. John says, give me the gun. What What are you you doing, doing? Dean? You wouldn't be proud of me. He'd... He'd he'd tear me a new one. You're not my dad. Yeah, he aims and cocks the gun. And we shink the commercial. Did you two see this coming? I saw it coming. I don't know if it was meant to be this way or not, but like when when John tells Sam to do more, like to do lines of salt uh, across the windows and doors, Sam's like, "I already did it." It was a little bit of a weird interaction. I was like, mm. John, "I feel like John would have noticed that there was already salt mm-hmm. across the windows and doors." I remembered immediately when I saw the realization in Dean's face. I remember this scene from... You had shown it to me before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd see this already. But it still had a very big effect on me. It was like, so, oh, shit. Yeah, so the way Dean knew <laughs> that this was a demon and not his father... Was because he said, I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dad would never be proud of me. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's so sad! <laughs> It's so sad that like <laughs> that the demon possessing their father, like what can I not is thinking now, what can I say to get them like. to trust me? Yeah. I know. He's their father. I'll reassure them by being and, a, and by a being, father. being supportive father figure. And he's like, ooh, dad would never. No, dad would never <laughs> say that. What is wrong with like, you? Like that that a demon is capable of conceiving of more empathy than John Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> that Dean Dean knew that it wasn't his father because John didn't immediately scold and yell and hit him for uh, for wasting one of their last three bullets of the magic gun because he knew he Dean knew that their father wouldn't have wanted that yeah. he knew that their father would have that like the that this you know quest the quest above all else and was fully prepared for for when John you know regained consciousness or whatever to, as Dean says, tear him a new one. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's, that's what does it, is the demon being like, I know, I'll reassure them as a father would. <laughs> and Dean's like, suspicious. <laughs> that's so Dad sad. never be proud of me. What are you talking about? My father's never been proud of me in his life. 
Yeah. You're not my dad. We come back from commercial. We're still in the standoff. Uh, Dean has the gun trained on he's like, Demon John. He's like, Dean, it's me. And it seems like, what is going on? Yeah, we have this back and forth. This this scene, Sam enters the scene, and there's this back and forth between Dean and John, with uh, Sam occasionally interjecting, back and forth about, you know, he's crazy. He is ah, not our dad. He's possessed. I'm the real Dean, give me the yeah, Dean, He's been possessed since we rescued him. And Dean is is upset and kind of frantic. Mm-hmm. And Sam and John's like, your brother's lost his mind. Sam, to Dean, like, very tense watching this scene. Kind of side-eyes Dean is like, how do you know? And Dean's almost tearful. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just different. He's different. Like, this is, this is not our dad. Like, what did you do with our dad? It's that, like, that's very sad. Mm-hmm. That's that little, he's just different. <laughs> is heartbreaking because but part part of the reason because the way he knew is because, yeah. is because he should have been mad at him. He should have been he should have screamed at me. He should have been mad at me. He'd never be proud of me like that. That's just how that's how he knew he's possessed. Like ah ah his acting. Jensen? Yeah. Yeah. And this it's very it's good. good. The We've, moment of the moment yeah, of realization the, and the Tipping the the gun up to his face and going, you're not my dad. Yeah, that the dawning realization, you can see his stomach drop as like he just fills with dread as he realizes what's going on. It's and, it's all very good and subtle acting. Well done, then, Jensen. And that there's you know the back and forth continues, and Sam watching both of them looks to Dean, and Dean looks like he's about to cry, mm-hmm. and De- and his lip is quivering. Yeah. John says, Sam, you want to kill this demon? You gotta trust me. And, like, John, even if that wasn't the demon, that's not the way to do it. Sam has never trusted you in his life. You know who he trusts to protect him? Oh, Dean. Is Dean. So when John says that, Sam glances to Dean and then slides over to his side and positions himself beside but also kind of behind Dean's Dean's yeah. left shoulder mm-hmm. and like like kind of like his his body language he kind of like caves in a little bit like you know Dean's going to protect me yeah thing it's it's and goes, really good he goes no yeah, yeah. He's like no no as he and walks then, around to Dean and then John's like oh no he's like if you're both so sure go ahead kill me and John is tearing up and he kind of looks down like and Dean is also Dean. tearing up because mm-hmm. he's like, I, he's and sort he, of. It he, looks like he's sort of doubting himself. Yeah, he almost. can't. He can't do it. He can't shoot his dad. He can't do it. And then the guy, the demon, smiles and he goes, yeah. "I thought so." We and see his eyes go yellow. Um, he... he throws Sam against the wall with his with his mind powers. Dean too pins them both. The cult goes flying. John picks up the gun. And then he's, we have a whole new yeah. characters in the room. Like, uh, call out, let's, you know, round of applause for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean yeah. Morgan. Um, complain, a really a good job. Completely different character in this scene now. Well done, Mr. Morgan. Mm-hmm. In a, we still hate you, yeah. in a different way. Yeah, yeah. different way. This is a, di- a completely different it's villain. Like a theatrical villain. This almost. is, this is great. This is, this is super villain. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is great. And he just goes, as he picks up the gun, he goes, man, what a pain in the ass this thing's been. So, the, and this is what I really like. <laughs> Well, this, you know, Supernatural does so uniquely is you have actors who get to play lots of different versions of themselves. (laughs) Yeah. We got to see it in Skin. skin, And Skin Jensen got that whole thing with 
uh, the the shapeshifter got to got to play him. This uh, we, this this sort of thing happens all the time. And when the you know the person gets possessed or whatever, and they get to play a supervillain mm-hmm. for a few minutes, it's always so much fun because they're like, oh, yes, I get to chew the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> I get to act so big and evil. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so much fun. I, I love big villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, but. We used holy water on you. And he's like, listen, guys, I'm really powerful. Yeah, you think something like that works on something like me? It's like, and it's true, all the demons, all the other demons have, like, black eyes. He's got yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. It's different. He is, doesn't just throw the guys around the room with his mind powers. He holds them there and can carry on a conversation, holding two people against the wall. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, ne- a next level power. Yeah. And so he places the gun down on the table. Yeah, because Sam's like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, like, yeah, oh, that would be a nice trick. Make the gun float, psychic boy. Is it, yeah, through, throughout this scene, Sam's rage just continues to build. Yeah, I liked the psychic boy. Psychic <laughs> boy. And he smiles. He's like, this is fun. I could have killed you a hundred times today, but this is worth the wait. This whole scene is this villain just monologuing mm-hmm. and gloating. And it's, it it's, this is, this is some super villain nonsense. Mm-hmm. So he gets the he, he gets to bring in the he's like, guess what? Your father's in, in here too. He says hi. He's trapped inside his own meat suit. When when he says he says hi, by the way, he's gonna tear you apart. The way that they do the, the pronoun tenses there mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. It's like, oh, is he actually he's in there. He's, he's mad at Dean. He is. Yeah. He's he's in the de- he's trapped in there and he's mad at Dean. It's phrased to be like to like he's like I'm I'm, we- I'm wearing, wearing your father's suit and I'm going to kill you with it. He is the one because I'm him. Right. But John's definitely in there mad at, mad at Dean. Yeah. And we'll if John were here, and, yeah, if John were here, would be tearing you a new one. So I just thought like that that pronoun tense was really interesting how he used that. And we get a, a shot of Dean. This is hurting Dean mm-hmm. to see his father like this. And to to hear that he's going to tear you apart, that hurt. Yeah. He's going to taste the iron in your blood. We're back to supervillain nonsense. This this you know so we get the you know, the whole monologue thing and then he gets to is like you know as far as I'm concerned this is justice. You know that little exorcism of yours? That was my daughter. Saw and that the, coming. And the one in the alley? Mm-hmm. That was my boy. He doesn't get a name. No. <laughs> that was my boy. My boy. That was his name is my boy. Uh, um, that was the, my boy. <laughs> the character's name is credited as Tom. Oh. Okay. Oh, that was oh, the boy. But he doesn't get a name. That this would be where we learn. That like, was like, Tom. The, the, Who? <laughs> Who? Oh, that guy I killed. Oh, the guy. Oh, the average guy. The one I shot. <laughs> you know, Meg could have introduced him with a name. Yeah. This. No, he could have said like, his a name whole here. lot more. He, ha- he could have like he Tom. had a name. Mm-hmm. No, that's just nope. that's my boy. He doesn't get a name. Average guy name as well. Yeah. 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 She's just like plus. She's like, oh, if you kill me, that won't stop me. There's a lot more where that came from. She could be like, look at Tom over here. This is Tom. Tom. No. Tom meet John. <laughs> Tom John. And then he, Demon John, gets to say, you're the only one that could have a family? You destroyed my children. How would it feel if I kill your family? It's like, oh, oh. that's right. I forgot. Oh. I did. I see the similarities between him and Meg. <laughs> They use the same type of jokes. So this is, again, he's 
got a point about the the toxic behavior of the Winchesters, mm-hmm. where yeah, they're they're like, they're well, like this is I mean th- this is a trait that continues throughout the, se- the throughout the series that the Winchesters are allowed to do whatever they want as long as it's for family, but nobody else is allowed to. Yeah, but like this dude, no, he's yeah, a, obviously, he's a obvious, no. obviously, this guy's a demon, but. He is he is making a point that it is true that the Winchesters they get to decide for everybody else what's what's okay. But they're allowed to do whatever they want when it comes to family because it's their family. But nobody else is allowed to do that. Yeah. He's like still two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> Sam gets his attention and he wants to know why he, he killed Jess. It's like why'd I kill mommy and pretty little Jess? Because they got in the way. <laughs> Which is, it sounds, it sounds very much to me like <laughs> the writers don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. They have not plotted that out that far. They, they got in the way. The, the, stuff that, that, the, the stuff that this is setting up for season five, season four and five, they haven't planned out that far yet. They don't know why. <laughs> like, why did I kill you? Why? I know uh, why, because I've seen the series. They don't know yet, because they haven't, haven't written, written it, it yet. yet. <laughs> like, it's like, so why did I kill them? Because they were Good in the... Good question. Good question. I'm going to say something kind of vague. They were in the way. <laughs> of my plans. What plans? <laughs> got in the way of my plans for you, Sam. And all the kitties like you. Which is, you know, suitably vague and only includes information we already know. Yeah. yeah. Because because the writers don't know what, what the next part is. We do learn, the demon says, that Sam was going to ask Jess to marry him. He yeah. was shopping for rings and everything. Loki saw that coming. Yeah, and he killed her anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm evil. And at the, like the uh, during this whole part of the scene, the demon has been approaching Sam and is starting to taunt Sam. As he's gotten like gets like super close to Sam, Dean gets his attention again because mm-hmm. he, he's it's like I really like, can't stand the monologuing, dude. Gotta get his attention. Gotta get him away from Sam. Gotta provoke him into. It's okay if he. It, it's the. It's okay if he attacks me. Not it's okay. okay if he comes at me. Gotta keep him away from Sam. And <laughs> the demon John turns to like funny. But that's all part of your M.O., isn't it? Mask all that nasty pain. Mask the truth. You fight and you fight for this family, but the truth is they don't need you. Not like you need them. Sam, he's clearly John's favorite. Even when they fight, it's more concerned than he's ever shown you. He is standing so close to Dean's face right now. I was like, are we about to kiss right now? (laughs) Gross. Ew. Ew. (laughs) This is... I mean, and he's got John in his head. He can hear John. Yeah. So how much of that is, is him getting that right from John's mind? And, I mean, we've seen so far, right? Dean is John's soldier. Sam is closer to being his kid. Yeah. There is some truth there. And I think Dean knows it. That hurts. And he comes right Ouch. back with a, I bet you're real proud of your kids too, huh? Oh, wait. I forgot. I wasted them. He's got to poke and provoke. And keep the demon's attention on him. Mm-hmm. Keep him away from Sam. And then the demon's like, well, I'm gonna kill you! So then he starts, like, using the force to cut yeah. his stomach He's open. using his demon brain powers to start making Dean's chest bleed. And this, we have a torture scene mm-hmm. where Dean is begging 
his father not to kill him, mm-hmm. not to let it kill him. Dad, please. Sam is pinned to the wall and calling out for Dean. And you can see he's trying to use his brain powers on the gun. And yeah, you can see him at it. He's, like, he's, he's really like, trying. He's like, oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know how this stuff works. I'm going to stare real hard at it. And like, try to get it to go to It's me. like after you watch all the Star Wars movies and you're like... And you're like, I can use the Force. I can. <laughs> maybe I have the Force. The Force <laughs> is with everyone, right? So maybe I can just like... And like try to move the remote across the room. <laughs> it does not work. No. But there's, there's a moment. The yellow goes from John's eyes. And he's like, stop, stop it. And in that moment, his concentration drops enough that Sam slides from the wall and does a tuck and roll to grab the gun, and then he's got the gun trained on the demon. He's like, you kill me, you kill daddy. Yeah, his eyes go yellow again. Ew. (laughs) And Sam says, I know. So uses one of the bullets to shoot John in the leg. We get that little lightning effect. Get some warp lightning. Which is more dramatic than when average guy was killed, average Tom was killed (laughs) in... Yeah. Was killed in the alley. Yeah, okay. Like we see John's skull flash. Yeah, and and John drops. Maybe it just varies with importance of character. <laughs> Maybe John drops to the ground and Dean falls to the floor too. He's and we know that he's lost a lot of blood. But we know because, because, Sam, because <laughs> well, Sam goes to him and he's says, like, well, "Oh you've God, lost you've lost a lot of blood." blood. <laughs> he says it kind of weird. Well, he seems like frantic. Like okay, okay, yes, this well, is this how do is, we how do we fix this? Uh, this is a situation, and I am in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way he he like runs over like like. Like, on his knees, like, yeah. doop, 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 over to Dean. Yeah. He's like, oh, you've lost a lot of blood. It's like he's uh, trying to be reassuring, but also is no, also, also scared. And yeah. is like, I don't uh, know what to do. And Dean's like, go check on Dad. He's like, go check. He's like, got blood coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and he's like, check on Dad. And Sam's like, but, but, um, but, but, you. but, you, but you're bleeding a lot. And he's like, nope, check on Dad. It's like, um. So Sam's like, okay, if you're sure. <laughs> Gets up. And goes over kind of carefully, like gingerly, like looks at that, like like, hey, you up, man? <laughs> you you okay? You okay? Dad. He like pulls his neck up in front. He's sitting or laying down still. He's like, Sammy, <laughs> like it's still alive. It's inside me. I can feel it. You shoot me. You shoot me. He's like, you shoot me in the heart, son. And this we have kind of a kind of for for this type of scene, kind of a long scene. Yeah, of John telling shoot Sam me. to shoot him. Shoot me. Dean on the floor begging Sam don't not do to it. shoot Sam, it. Don't do it. And Sam kind of locked in indecision. Mm-hmm. And again, Sam either sides with Dean or just can't do it. Yeah. And John can't hold on to the demon anymore. <sighs> Screams as the demon comes out as a big black smoke thing that escapes like through the floorboards. And John can't look at Sam. He's so mad. Sam let this thing go. Yeah. In John's, you know, yelling at Sam for him to shoot him, he's like, you you shoot me and you we end this right now. Mm-hmm. And John is so furious. We shoot the commercial. Rock music plays as the Impala rooms down the road at night. Sam is driving them to a hospital 10 minutes away, telling them to hang on. And John isn't letting it go. Nope. Why didn't you kill it? Yeah, I'm surprised at you, Sammy. Why didn't you kill it? It's like, I thought we saw eye to eye on this thing. This, killing this demon comes first, for me, before everything. Sam goes, no, sir, not before everything. At, he says that after he see, he pauses, looks in the rearview mirror, mirror and sees Dean in the back seat, barely conscious, bleeding from his chest and his mouth and his nose, like, kind of like, 
barely able to sit up and has clearly, like, you know, made his allegiance clear here that Dean is his family and his... (laughs) Democracy! (laughs) Dean is his family and his family comes first. Yeah. Before John's crusade. And Sam starts, you know, working them through it. Like, okay, we, we, we've we still got options. We've got the cult. We have one bullet left. We'll just start all over. We already found the demon. And a big <laughs> truck crashes into the car. T-bones the car. This was like surprising to me. Because yes, it just it kept me. It kind of kept me. Going. It kept on pushing them like into the woods. It, in a sound, a thunderous... It was sound loud. of crushing metal yeah. and roaring engine. Uh, if you wore, wore headphones while listening to this, there was a lot of crushing metal sound. Yeah. This semi, this big, big, big truck comes out of nowhere and destroys the Impala. Crushing metal sound to black. And then we hear the music is still playing. And we see the driver of the truck has black demon eyes, mm-hmm. and the camera sort of pans over the wreckage, and we see all of, all three of them are unconscious, and bloodied, and wounded, bleeding from multiple wounds on their faces. Mm-hmm. This is why rock music out. This is why uh, when you get into a car crash, the song that you're listening to is going to be playing when they find you. Yeah, unless the radio is destroyed. But yeah, yeah, like if you're listening to like a CD or a song. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna play. They're gonna be, they're gonna find you listening to Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and that's the end of season, season one. one. So it surprised you? Yes. It kind of it got me like jump scare wise. Yeah. The big boom of the, especially since I was sitting in my dark room, laying down with my computer like right here in my notes, like right here. Mm-hmm. People can definitely see what I was just doing. Yep. Um, <laughs> the computer was like, like on my chest as I was laying down. So the truck is like when they showed the first clip of a train going by, and people were like, "Oh, it's gonna <laughs> come out of the screen! It's gonna hit us in the face!" I recall it's something that I recall, but I don't remember if it was true. I that I recall hearing or reading about, and you know what, <laughs> listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. Send us an email. We haven't gotten any listener emails as of yeah, as no. of this recording. Um, what I I recall about the uh, this finale. Um, at this at the point that they filmed it, they didn't know if they were going to get re- renewed. Oh wow! So this could have just been the end. Yeah, that could have been the end. Wow. And if it had been the end, they would have been like, yeah, those guys died. Wow. And then then that's it. And then that's it for them. (laughs) That's it for Supernatural. (laughs) And that's all she wrote. But they did get renewed. So it's a new season. (laughs) (laughs) From what I recall, at the, yeah, the point that, that they, they filmed this part, this episode, they still weren't sure. Mm -hmm. So they had to, they were kind of like hedging their bets. Like we're, we're going to do the last episode in a way that it could end here. Right. With a massive car crash. (laughs) So, what'd we think of the episode? It was good. Yeah. I'm still, I think just coming off of Dead Man's Blood was, it's too close for me. And I'm still like, I still like that one better. Really? You like Dead Man's Blood better? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Yep. Because I liked Luther. I liked Luther as a villain. Yeah. I liked, I mean, I loved this last scene. Yeah. I think this last scene makes the episode Mm -hmm. and makes it what it is, makes it good. I agree. Because it was a shocker. Yeah. And imagine watching that live. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the ending scene. Especially. Being like, 
Right. What? Huh? What happened? What's going to happen? What, what is going to happen to them? And then yeah. not knowing whether the show is going to get ruined yeah. or not, possibly. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't remember when they made that announcement. And I couldn't find it. I, I didn't do that part of the research. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. We don't do research. Yeah, we don't do no, research my, on this my, podcast. My research uh, is I look up who wrote it, who directed it, when did it air, and if I happened to, to, remember. to remember or wonder about something. <laughs> right. Then maybe. Then, <laughs> then maybe. Not all the time. So I, I I don't know which I liked better, Dead Man's Blood or this. I, I liked all of the things in this that set up future stuff. Right. Dead Man's Blood was the first appearance of the cult, but there's a lot of stuff in this episode that sets up how the show works from here on out mm-hmm. with, you know, like devil's traps. Those, those, the big circles either hidden on the, on the ceiling or on the floor under a rug, whatever, become instrumental as the show goes on. Okay. This is, you know, sort of some of the beginnings we saw a little bit of the beginnings of it with Sam and um, Missouri and making the hex bags. Yes. And in general, Sam doing more of this kind of research, but getting into like the sigils and the warding. Sam's, you know, dabbling in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And this is some, some more building of that. Um, Love that we got to meet Bobby. Mm-hmm. We got to meet Bobby, who is such a, an important supporting figure for the boys and uh, obviously he will come back mm-hmm. we, ha- we haven't heard him say his catchphrase yet though no, that's the yet. name part of our name of our podcast the name of our podcast comes from bobby's catchphrase just idiot or he calls well, he calls people idiots <laughs> yeah idiot the character work that we got to see with between dean john and sam mm-hmm. especially through the demon possessing john yeah i'm ready for john to leave I don't know. <laughs> leave the, leave show the show or leave mm-hmm. this mortal coil? Yeah, <laughs> what well, are we so what are we saying? Both. Both is good. But both, both were we were. No, I was thinking like him being like, okay, bye boys, I'm gonna go my own way now and And then like, let, let them travel alone again. Yeah, I want that to happen, please, because I hate seeing his stupid face. Not the actor. <laughs> but Jeff, I love him. I know, I Jeff love Jeff Morgan. Morgan. I love him. But but I hate John. Yeah. yeah. When I yes. see him associated with John, I just want to pow pow, you know. Well, well, it, he is, you know, and special guest star Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He does. He's not part of the regular cast. Does he was at was he ever at panels though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he went to a few panels. Good. How? What was his relationship like with Jensen and Jared? From again, this is from what I recall. I don't remember as many panels from back then. From what I recall, fine. He's much closer in age to them than I think they're playing than they're playing. Yeah, um, he's only like ten years older than them or something. He's yeah. he's, he, he's much closer to them in age than they, 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 he didn't like. I don't think they really had like a father son like kind of relationship. They, I think it was more. Like friend coworkers, friend, friendly coworker. Yeah. Later on, like th- there are there are some other characters who are you know they're the actors I think had more of a like like parental sort of like you know mentoring kind of kind of relationship with mm-hmm. with them. Late much I don't remember when she comes on. Kim Rhodes, who played the mom on oh. Zach and Cody. Yeah. Yes. She will become a recurring character. Oh, that's fun. Later, I don't remember when she comes She's on. She's like a mother figure to them. She sort of fulfills a more mother figure your role to them like uh-huh. like a you know some like a place they can you know get a hot meal kind of kind of a and 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 you know in the hunting 
life. Mm-hmm. Alan and Joe also sort of become like family figure, sort of mother, sister, family figures to them. Mm-hmm. So uh, is there anything else we want to say about the episode? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe we'll just save it for yeah. Well, next yeah. time. So next time uh, we're going... So well, this is the end of season one. Yeah. We finished season one. Hooray! Hooray! Um, <laughs> next time... <laughs> Next time, we are going to do uh, a season one recap, debrief, uh, debunk, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, talk about how we feel about the season, you know, season overview. Um, We're going to try to talk about some of our favorite episodes, uh, what our favorite episode of the season was, and talk about what we're going to do next season, assuming that's a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So join us next time for... Our season one recap debrief thing. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I'm another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3 Pod on most of the internet, and get in touch with us by emailing 3idgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.